Blessed Sunday, everybody. Welcome to Grow Point Dumagani Worship at Home. Now, before we come into our message this morning, as we continue with our series, Living in Victory, let us join our hearts together in prayer and ask God to bless our time together. Our Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for your goodness and grace. We thank you, Lord, for loving us so much that you sent your Son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross many years ago for our sins. Thank you, Lord Jesus for offering your life, for laying down your life, for paying the penalty of all of our sins. We thank you, Spirit of God, for leading us to the saving knowledge of Christ. Thank you for the assurance of our salvation in you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for forgiveness of our sins, for eternal life. Today we ask the Holy Spirit to be our teacher. We ask you to instruct us from your word and lead us to victory over guilt. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. And as I have prayed, we will be talking about victory over guilt this morning. A story is told that Sir Arthur Conan Boyle, or Doyle, author of Sherlock Holmes Mysteries, used to tell how he sent a telegram to each of his 12 friends, all men of great virtue and reputation. The message was very simple, and it went like this. Fly at once. All is discovered. And within 24 hours, the story goes, all 12 of his friends had left the country. Guilt is an invisible giant with very interesting powers. And there are people all around us who are being silently crushed, slowly drained, and steadily defeated by this familiar enemy. Someone said, it kills slowly with excruciating pain. We can think of the expectant mother who aborts his child and lives with remorse for the rest of her life. We can think of a reckless driver who hit a pedestrian, leaving the person with permanent injury. Perhaps a father who influenced his own son who became a drug addict whose life has been ruined. And there seems to be no way out of this guilt. No escape, no relief from the guilt they feel, which is eating them up slowly but surely in each passing day. And I am sure you can add to the list of people that you know who are living in guilt. Many of those who had a similar experience of those that I have mentioned are choosing to live in the dark, at a distance from other people, and in defeat. And I believe... So many people are being kept in the dark and not seeing the light of the gospel because the devil is constantly accusing them. And like Eve in the Garden of Eden, they swallowed it. Guilt can keep a person its prisoner when not dealt with biblically. It will continue to hunt down and it will never go away no matter how much you try to ignore it or take it for granted. A story is told about a runner who dreamed of competing at the Junior Olympics. He was born into a, in, into a poor family. Their house was small and his clothes were shabby and shameful. Robert was his name and he was a gifted young man with a body built for speed. He was about to join the Junior Olympics tryout. This tryout would have been... You know, a gathering of all of the fastest sprinters in the region. But he thought of these dirty old shorts and shirts that he had. 
that led him to do something that would completely change his life. He planned to rob one of his bosses in order to buy a new set of sportswear for the tryouts. And that is exactly what he did and even killed the man unintentionally. Nobody knew about what really happened except Robert. He was able to join the tryouts, but his performance was far from great. In fact, he only came out fourth in a 200-meter sprint, which was an event he was very comfortable he could have won. Robert went on with his life as an unrecognized murderer. He tried to live his life as normal and he, as he could, but everything in Robert's life was spiraling downward. He started drinking, seeking to black out the bad memory. And then he got married for about three years and had a daughter. But his wife eventually left him and he had to go back and live with his parents. At home, he could not get along with his father. So he tried moving to another city, looking for another home, trying another job. He just wanted to have a fresh start. But... The memory of the murder haunted him wherever he went and whatever he did. Until one day, he finally decided to go to the police station. There, he confessed to a 15-year-old murder that he had committed. As I've said kaganina, kining guilt, kanang feeling of being guilty is a powerful, invisible force that will never stop hunting and haunting us until we are depleted and drained. The good news is, our God who created us loves us so much and He has made gracious and loving provision to overcome this giant and live in victory over guilt. Let me say something that might surprise you. I know ang title sa message is Victory Over Guilt. But do you realize that guilt is not really the enemy? God, in fact, can use guilt to bring us to Himself and lead us to where we should be. We can learn from King David this morning how God can use guilt and its effects to bring humanity back into a relationship with Him and restore the believer's fellowship with the Lord. So, kaning guilt, even though um, dili niya nindot, no? Um, Mukot-kot ni sa ato ang kaugalingon, sa atong kalag, sa atong espiritu. Mukot-kot ni na itong maluya ka, madrain ka. Okay? Di ikaw kaundangan na ni niya. Pero kining guilt, gamito ni siya sa gino. Pwede siyang gamito sa gino to redeem a sinner and to restore a believer. So here's the main idea sa ato nga minsahe karon nga buntag. God can use guilt for our good and His glory. Very simple. God can. Okay? God can use guilt for our good and His glory. So our question this morning is, how does God use guilt for our benefit and glorify Himself? So atong buhaton, atong i-consider ang experience ni King David recorded for us in Psalm 32 and Psalm 51 and 2 Samuel and learn about how God can use guilt to bring redemption for the sinners and restoration, Labina Sapartni David, restoration of his fellowship to his God. So, to 
to set the stage, let us remember some key points from the life of David before he fell in sin. Okay? Diba kabalaw mo sa salat ni David? It was adultery with Bathsheba and murder of her husband, Uriah. Atong panahon na makikita, David had it all. Literally every good thing that life could offer. He was, and by the way, he was fully aware of it as well. David was the anointed king of Israel, chosen by God to replace King Saul, and the people of God loved him. From a shepherd boy taking care of the flock of the sheep to a shepherd of the nation. Grabe ang promotion ng makita ni mo sa kinabuhi ni David. David was powerful and he was popular. He could also sing and play musical instruments. So dili lang ni si David nga kanang warrior or hari, dili lang siya powerful, he was also very talented. Okay? He could dance and he could fight. He was a very blessed man indeed. And God himself called him a man after his own heart. So ni David In fact, someone tried to describe King David and he said this and I quote, David had a heart of an artist, the soul of a priest, the mind of a philosopher, and the body of a warrior. So naanang tanan ni David. Okay? So David, in short, as I've said earlier, had it all. He had wealth, he had women, he had wisdom, and he had wins. He was winning battles. He won against the lion. He won against the bear. He won against the giant Goliath and the other nations until he got bored. And he stayed away from the battlefields where he belonged. David was not where he should be one time. And as a result, his eyes were seeing something, or someone I should say, he should not have been seeing. He was a beautiful woman bathing named Bathsheba. So, imbis hari siya nga, kuyog unta siya sa iyahang mga army dito sa battlefield, gipili niya nga magparelax siya dito sa rooftop sa iyahang palasyo. So, tungod na, because he was not where he's supposed to be, he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing, he began to see what he should not have been seeing. He ended up doing or committing a sin against the Lord. So, si David, okay, Nakita niya si Bathsheba nga naligo. He could not stop watching her. And then, he could not stop thinking about her. And then, later on, he could not stop seeking for her. These all led to a sinful act of adultery with Bathsheba that gave way to remorse and perhaps regret. So, nahulog sila. Okay, sa pagpakasala, sa nakigilawa sila. And then, when he found out that Bathsheba got pregnant, he settled on a solution that made things worse. One sin inviting another. He invited Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba, for a dinner at the palace. And then, he ordered him to go home and spend the night with his wife. But, Uriah was okay, a man of honor. He was more honorable than David at that time. And instead of going home and sleeping with his wife and spending time and having a good time with his wife, he chose to sleep outside because he said he was not comfortable of the thought that his men were fighting out there and he was there having a good time with his wife. 
So David then sent a note to his general Joab, and through Uriah, he gave the order to assign Uriah in the hottest spot of the battle and be abandoned by everyone so that he will be killed. Uriah obeyed. He didn't realize he was actually bringing in his own hands his own death sentence. David thought this was the best way to hide his sins and keep his throne. Uriah died and David was guilty of both adultery and murder, which he will keep for about a year. David knew he was guilty. And Psalm 32 and Psalm 51 gives us insights of what he experienced, what he went through during that year. And by in investigating these two Psalms, let us learn okay, how God can use guilt to benefit us and to glorify himself. Remember, God uses guilt to bring redemption and restoration. So tanawan na to siya, giyon sa paggamit sa Ginoo ang guilt para sa atong kayuhan, sa I amin mean, sa kayuhan ni David, okay? And then makalearn po ta how he can use it in our own lives for our benefit, okay? To bring redemption to those who are not yet saved and restoration to those who are already believers. When God uses guilt to redeem and restore, He allows the guilty to, first of all, experience the agony of guilt. Let's turn to Psalm 32. Okay? Psalm 32. sa verse 3. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. So ang unang suffering, ang unang karapitang misery na may experience isa katao when he is living in guilt is silence. You see, when a man is struggling with guilt, he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Hindi siya ganang matig-istorya. Hindi po siya ganang muampo makig-istorya sa gino. We stop fellowshipping with other people and we stop praying to, to the Lord. Now David, okay, a man after God's own heart, found himself exiled from the very presence of God, okay, which was the result, of course, of his own doing. And the only sound he can hear at that time for the whole year was the groaning of his, you know, of his own bones. The only sound he can hear was his own groaning. He was suffering and his health was failing. In Shadrisa, New King James Version, through my groaning all the day long, my bones grew old. Okay? So, nabati niyang kahuyang. Feeling niya, murag nagkatigulang siya bayo, paspas kay siyang nagulang. Tungod kay guilty siya. Di siya ganaang managad o gubang tao. Di siya, di siya, wa siya'y peace, wala siya'y joy. Nga mag-commune diya sa gino, makik-fellowship diya sa gino. And we know, based on our own experience, when we are carrying a guilt on someone, a lot of things can run wild in our minds. Okay? And we just want to keep quiet. The second agony of guilt is sorrow. Okay? Sorrow. Verse 4. Misha, for day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as the heat of summer. Sila. David was trapped in his own guilt. Sorrow overcame him, sapping his life and sucking his energy. He was being drained. 
He was depleting at that time. At this point, David had no song to sing. He had no energy to dance. He was sorrowful. Nagool siya pag-ayo. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was torn into drought of summer. He felt dry. His soul was dry. Okay? His relationship with God was not where it should be. Because there is sin that is standing between him and his Lord, him and his God, him and his King, him and his Savior, him and his friend. He knew he had offended God. He knew okay, he broke God's heart and he broke God's law. The third thing, of course, logical, no? if you just want to keep silent, just want to keep quiet. You don't want to talk. You don't want to fellowship. And you're sorrowful. Okay? Bugati mong kasing-kasing. Bugati mong, you know, balatian. Of course, ang next ana is you want to live in secret. So secrecy is the third agony of guilt. The logical result to silence and sorrow is to be living in secret. At this point, si Joab ra si Bathsheba ang nakabalo. Okay? Besides David and God, of course. When a person is guilty of something, he will do everything to hide it and keep it his secret until it finally comes out. So, kaning guilty ganing nga tao no, ka naasi gitaguan, kabantay mo ana. Kung naka-experience pud mo ani, every time nakay nakay makitaan nga kailan nimo or igsuon ba nimo or mga paryente nimo, kauban nimo sa trabaho, okay? Kauban nimo sa church, kauban nimo sa small group, makitaan ganina nimo nga mag-istoryanay, unyo mulantaw nimo, mag-istoryanay sila mulantaw nimo, unyo mga tawa or you know magbasaho nimo ang ilahang ilahang Body language, ng facial expressions niya, imo dahil lang gina-interpret niya kay guilty man ka, normally, magduda na rin niya, kabalo na ka sila sa kong sala. Kabalo na ka sila kung sa akong gibuhat. Okay? Ako na nang ilahang gisgutan. Di ito lain rin topic. It just so happen nga niabot ka na, na, na distract sila sa ilang conversation, nakalingi sila ni mo. Imong interpretation na yan, ikaw na dahil topic. Ikaw na dahil sumsuman. Ikaw na dahil ng ilang gilibak. Ikaw na dahil ng ilang gisgutan. Because you are guilty. You are guilty. But of course, magawas mong gina, sumapas mga gingons, mga katigulangan, di ba? Walay asong nga, makumkum ni mo hangtod sa hangtod. And that was the case for King David. For King David, God graciously and lovingly reached out to him by sending the prophet Nathan to rebuke him of his sin. So 2 Samuel chapter 12, and we can read how Nathan okay, used a story about two men, one rich and the other not so rich. Kayo, diligid rich. Ang usa, dagan kay siyang kahayupan. Ang usa, usaragyod kayo lang panghiyaha. Okay? Nga gipanagiya. Nya ang ang dato nga daggag kahayupan daggang kay mga karnero na siya mga bisita pero di siya na mo gamit mo ihaw sa iyang kagulingon nga mga uh, hayop iya pagin gikuwa tong sa isa ka tawo nga maora gito usa ka yulam usa ka gamay nga karnero ang iyang gipanagiya giagaw pagyud gikuha pagyud gikaniya pagkadungog ni David ana nga story na you know ni bukal ang iyang dugo he was so angry with the man in Nathan's story. And then he Nathan, that man deserves to die. And then may imagine mo ba, okay? Ang skinny kayo nga finger ni, ni Nathan pointing at king, at his king, nervously, probably even shaking and said, David, you are that man. Ikaw na. 
ikaw na and at that moment David was crushed and was convicted in his heart he was pricked into his heart na conviction sa yang sala and he melted down before the Lord and before Nathan he, at that point he realized God is reaching out to him God is bringing him to a point okay na kinangla na gid niyang atubango ng yahang sala diya sa Ginoo God was confronting David through the prophet Nathan. So when God wants to use guilt to redeem and restore, He normally allows us okay, to experience the agony of guilt until, okay, ang sunod niyang buhaton is, He will okay, require or He will demand and He wants us to express admission of guilt. So, una is experience the agony of guilt. Ikaduha, express admission of guilt. And at this point, we will look at Psalm 51. Una sa tanan, ang gibuhat ni David sa Psalm 51. Let's read beginning in verse 1, ngato sa verse 3. I'll be reading from the ESV version. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. If there is going to be restoration and redemption, first there has to be admission of one's guilt. One must own up and take full responsibility for his words and actions. Instead of shifting blames towards other people, David had to admit it. He had to accept full responsibility. And when he ni David, he, you know, he bowed down before the Lord and he cried out to God, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions, my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin, for I know. He was fully aware. I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. He was guilty and he knew it. He broke God's heart by breaking God's law. And if we are going to allow God to use our guilt to redeem and restore us, like David, we need to own up. Don't blame your wife. Don't blame your kids, your subordinates, your board of trustees, your secretary, your security guard, or even the pedicab driver. Many people these days are too quick to blame their poor upbringing, you know, their unhappy childhood, and many more, okay? Um, people are using a lot of excuses for their sinful acts. Ilang basulo nilang parents, ilang igsoon, ilang maistra, ilang classmate, etc. Ubano kay kwana kayo, very educated kayang paminaw, you know, they, they blame their stress, they blame the society, and they use it as their excuse for committing sins. No, you must own up. You must take full responsibility for your sins. God allows us to experience the agony of or the misery of our guilt. So we will come to a point where we honestly and humbly admit our sins. Instead of my excuse ka. Because if you go that way, my excuse ka, di ka up, then there will be no restoration. There will be no redemption ka may tabo. Kung dili pa kaluwas, okay? Wala pa kay relationship na sa ginoo. Unya, 
guilty ka tubangan sa Ginoo kay kitang tanan ang kasalanan gyud og dili ka muangkon sa imong sala saon man pagpasaylo sa Ginoo sa imo o saon man pagluwas sa Ginoo sa imo kung Christian ka same okay yes luwas na ka padung na ka sa langit but you're living in misery like David because you have sinned against the Lord and you have not repented of your sins you have not humbly asked God's forgiveness so you're living in guilt you're living in misery you're living in agony Wakay fellowship sa bang tao, di ka ganang matikistira sa ginoo, you want to live in secret, and you're sorrowful. Pero ganahan kang ma-release, ana, ganahan kang relief from that, first of all, you must own up. Ayaw i-blame sa bang tao. Ang kuna ang imuhang sala. Okay? So, there has to be acceptance of full responsibility before God. Secondly, you must acknowledge your sin before God. Sin should be viewed as it is. Sin. Salah. Okay? When we sin, we are not just guilty of making mistakes because I tell you, we can make mistakes without sinning. A mistake puts the blame on our humanity. Kung makasala ganit ka, we must acknowledge our sins that we have broken God's law. Kung saan magiging ni David sa Psalm 51 verse 1. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Okay? Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. So David used, notice this, words like transgression, iniquity, and sin. Transgression gives moral gravity to the offense. Iniquity expresses the perversity which sin admits missing, okay? while sin admits missing the mark or to meet God's standard. So, may kang nakasala ka, okay? you have committed a koan, kanang, uh, moral act na dili acceptable di atubangan sa gino. Nangawat ka, namakak ka, sa case ni David, okay? namayi siya. Okay? Or, Nahulog siya pakigilawa sa babae ng dili ni asawa. And so on and so forth. So, ang kuna, ayog i-dilute. Okay? And, if there is going to be redemption and restoration, there has to be personal acknowledgement of one's sin before God. After all, Romans 3.23 tells us, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, Kung naagani restoration or redemption, i-allow ta sa ginoong maka-experience sa agony of um, guilt. Okay? And then he will also require or demand, he wants us, okay? Nga naadjoy admission of guilt. Accept responsibility. Acknowledge sin. And thirdly, there has to be confession. And you must address your confession not to sa gino. Look at Psalm 51 and verse 4. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. Diha kunin mo Lord nakasala. Ultimately, every sin okay, is an offense towards God. Dili lang kay tao ang imong na-offend. In this case, na-offend ni, ni David si Uriah. Na-offend po niya, of course, si Bathsheba. Na-offend niya ang iyong mga katawahan. Ang mga tao nga nag-look up siya. Ang mga tao nga nagsunod siya ang leadership. And since sin is an offense towards God, it is only right to confess our sins to God. Mga yung itagpasailo si Gino. Unya, ang kuno nato ang atong sala, ngato sa atong Gino. 
Kabalang mo nga, ang word na confess means to say the same thing. In other words, we are to view our sinful words and actions as God view them. Okay? If God calls a particular word we have spoken, a particular action we have committed, okay? if He calls that sin, then we should agree with Him instead of rationalizing our words and actions. Usahin mo good mo explain ta. Ay Lord tungod man gud to sa akong temperament. Ay Lord tungod man gud to kay choleric man gud ko mo nang you know, nakita na ko nga ingunaning situation, walay walay nagtake of leadership or napalpak sila so I stepped up and ato irrationalize. Atong i-explain. Remember this, God doesn't need your explanation. What he wants is your confession. Ang kuna nga nasayop ka, ang kuna nga nakasala ka. Okay? Ang kuna nga nahulog ka. So if there's going to be uh, redemption for the sinners, for the unbelievers, and redemption, okay? Uh, I mean, restoration for the believers, there has to be acknowledgement of one's own sin. There has to be admission, okay, of one's sin that will lead to honest and humble confession. And thirdly, when God uses guilt to redeem and restore, He leads the guilty to the answer for guilt. So, dili lang na tugutan din na experience sa agony or misery of guilt. Okay? Dito lang kay iahatabi taong kanang i-demand ng muhatag-tag admission, personal admission sa tong guilt. Ang atong ino gracious and loving. Ang sunod na is He would lead us to the answer for guilt. Which again, makita na to sa Psalm 51. Una sa tanan-tanawan niyo, verse 2. Ningon si David, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. When there is humble and honest confession of sin out of a repentant heart, kay girebuke ka sa ginoo, kay gireveal sa ginoo, gireexpose sa ginoo yung sala, there will be removal of sin or cleansing from sin. If ganaan kang mahugasan ka sa imong sala, if ganaan kang maklense ka sa imong sala, then you have, okay, to come before God with a repentant heart, admitting your sins, acknowledging, you know, and acknowledging your sins and accepting full responsibility. Dili ka blame ni mo ng katinga sa bang tao sa imong ginikan sa imong mga circumstances. Accept it, admit it, acknowledge it, okay, and then unsay unsay yatis ginoo. Kanang imong guilt, tubaga na, on saman, remove ang imong sala. Kayang imong sala, muna'y hinungdan nga nung naakay guilt sa sulod sa imuhang kaugalingon. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Kasulay na mo, o kisay kasulay ninyo, o pamunglay. If naoban ninyo na kasulay ng pamunglay sa kanang katubuhan yun, no? And you spend hours nga mag magbunglay o sagbot. After a day, when you go home, ay in town, pilit jud kayo ang imuhang lawas. Okay? Ang uban ninyo gapuyo sa syudad, if you, if maglakaw-lakaw mo sa syudad, like kung nakaato mo magsibu, kaato mo Manila, I'm sure, uh, unsa may imong experience. Usay so, gani, paglimpyo ni mo sa imong ilong, kaitom na imong kugmo. Ingan na kaugaw. And then, 
sticky kayo mong paminaw. All you wanna do when you go back to your to your home, to your house, okay? When you go back to the hotel or to the apartment, all you wanna do is on some mag-shower ka so that mahinluan ka, mahugasan ka. Mona feeling ni David. David saw how dirty and filthy he was, and so he pleaded for God to cleanse him, to wash him, to purge him of his sin. Verse 7 he says, Purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. There will be removal of sin if there is repentance. That's the answer to guilt. Okay? He wants his sins erased. David admitted his sins honestly and then humbly asked for God's cleansing. He prayed for God to wipe away his sins. He said, Lord, blot out my iniquities. All of my iniquities. Not only will there be removal of sin, there will be restoration of joy as well. My restoration of joy. Verse 8. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Verse 11 and 12. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. David now asked for the restoration of the joy of being God's child. Kanang kalipay nga imong gibate sa adlaw nga naluwas ka kung Kristuhan na ka makarelate ka ni. Okay? Sa dihang nihimo ka decision when you made a choice to turn away from your sins and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. It was as if a burden has been lifted from your soul, from your shoulders, and you, for the very first time, have tasted joy like you've never had before. There's a unique kind of joy that nothing and no one else in this world could ever give. He lost his joy of salvation. He was miserable. He was, you know, my bones were failing, my energy is draining and everything. He could feel God's hands na heavy upon siya. It was this huge burden he was carrying. He was under tremendous weight. But once, gi-rebuke na siya sa ginoo, gi-expose ang iyang sin through the prophet Nathan. Okay? He confessed his sin. He accepted. He acknowledged. Okay? He admitted and he took full responsibility. The weight was lifted and now David is asking God, Lord, let me hear joy and gladness. Restore the joy of salvation. He was asking for God to restore the joy of being, a God, being God's child and gladness in serving the Lord. Imagine that for 12 months he suffered greatly in deep sorrow. Now that he has confessed his sins, he desires full restoration. The joy of salvation, the joy of the redeemed life. Verse 13, Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God. 
O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. Katong wala pa niya gi-confess ang iyang sala. Katong wala pa niya gi-acknowledge ang iyang sala. Wala pa niya gi-admit no, nga personally responsible siya of breaking God's law. Katong iya pang gitipigan. He had no words to sing. He had no energy to dance. He had no face eh, to stand up and declare the righteousness of God because he was living in sin. He was guilty. And guilt brought him down. Guilt eh, hindered him from living for the Lord. Hindered him from living joyfully, serving God with gladness. Nakuha na tanan, nawala na tanan. Munagipangayin, David. Lord, restore to me the joy of your salvation. So David's experience of the agony of guilt was used by God to lead him to admission okay, of his own sins. And after he honestly confessed, okay, he humbly asked God for the restoration of his joy. And we can read the words of rejoicing in David's Psalm 32. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered, covered by the blood of God, Christ. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. We are reminded, no, as a believer, Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is no more condemnation to all who are in Christ Jesus. And the devil will come and he will accuse you. The accuser of the brethren. But remember this. As far as the east is from the west, you don't need okay, to live in guilt because Jesus has paid it all. Jesus okay, has paid for all. All of your sins. He is the answer sa imuhang panginahanglan. Kung dili pakaluwas, okay? Akong pangotana, are you living in guilt today? You may be asking, why am I guilty? Ganong naman ko sense of guilt sa sulod sa akong kasing-kasing, okay? Sa ako ang kaugalingon. Well, the answer is very simple. Because all men is guilty. Ningon ng Bible sa Roma chapter 3, verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Kitang tanan, nakasala ta, tubangan sa gino. Kitang tanan, guilty ta, tubangan sa gino. All of us, and I mean all of us, okay? And He wants us to feel the agony of guilt. He wants to use it so we can come to a point where we personally express okay, our admission of our guilt before Him. Now, if you are not yet safe, and you know that you have broken God's law and you are guilty, Here's what you need to do. What you need to do is to be safe. Okay? How can you be saved from sin and hell? Okay, from the penalty of your sin? You have to, number one, admit that you are a sinner. And then secondly, you have to acknowledge that you deserve God's judgment, God's punishment, and that is death in hell for all eternity. And then you need to acknowledge, okay? I mean, you need to accept nga ikaw, dili ka makaluwas sa imong kaugalingon. Kinanglan ka nga luwaso ni Kristo. So for you to be saved, you need to ask Jesus to save you. 
You need to come to that point bang, makarealize ka nga, Lord, makasasala ko, tungod sa kong sala, ang naigig kong itambog sa impyerno. And dili ko makaluwas ang ugalingon. So Lord, please, tabangi ko, luwas ako. Pasailo ako sa kong sala. You need to ask Jesus Christ humbly. And you need to ask Him by faith, accepting His sacrifice for your sins. So if you are not yet saved, in other words, kung pangutanon ka ba, or naay mga tanan mo, if you were to die today, where will you go? Are you 100% sure that you will be in heaven with God for all eternity? If ang imong answer is, I don't know, or ang answer is, um, maybe heaven, then you are not saved. Because that indicates you don't understand the gospel. That indicates you don't understand what Jesus has done for you. You don't understand the gift of God and how you can receive that gift, that gift of forgiveness, that gift of eternal life. So kung wapaka you can make that decision today. Turn away from your sins and trust in Jesus Christ completely as your only Savior. Ang promise ginoo, you will not perish, but you will have everlasting life. Now, if you are a believer already who is living in guilt, kay nakasala ka sa Ginoo even as, as a believer, pariyan ni David, kay believer na siya, nakasala siya sa Ginoo. Okay, so he was experiencing the agony of, of guilt. He was miserable. Okay? He was sorrowful. He was living in secret. Okay? He was living in silence. He was at a distance from everybody else. What you need to do okay, is to confess your sins before God. And by the way, do not need, you do not need to wait for your Nathan to come and point out your sins before you. The Word of God is your Nathan. Okay? The Word of God is telling you. The Word of God is rebuking you. The God Himself, the Spirit of God, is speaking to you right now, convicting you of your sins. Your proper response is repentance and humility. Turn away from your sins and then humbly ask God's forgiveness. Cry out to God to cleanse you, to wash you, to blot out your sins. Then you can be restored to a right fellowship with Him right now. So, unsa malern na to sa story ni David? Okay, si David hari sa Israel. He had everything that this life can offer, but then one day, okay. He was not where God wants him to be, and he was not doing what God has called him to do. As a result, he was seeing something he should not have seen, okay? and he desired someone he should not have desired. In the end, he committed sin against the Lord. He kept that for one year. And then we have a record from God's word. He was guilty. He was aware of his sins. And in David, he was experiencing the agony of guilt. Okay? He was sorrowful. He was sorrowful. He didn't want to talk to God. He didn't want to talk to people. He, want, he wanted to be isolated because he was guilty. God allowed him to feel and experience the misery and the agony of guilt and led him to that point by sending Nathan. Okay? To rebuke him and to expose his sin. See, David Langanino had a right response. And he responded by expressing his own admission sa iyahang guilt before God. 
He accepted okay, full responsibility. He acknowledged his sins before God. Moto nga, iyang gi-cry out di asagin ng Lord, pasailua ka, Lord, hugasi ko, Lord, limpiuhi ko. And then, he pleaded for God to give him the answer para sa iyang guilt. Answer sa guilt on sa man. Kinang lang, limpiuan kasi mo sila. Removal of sin. And then, restoration of joy. Kung dili pakaluas, what you need to do is ask God to save you. If luas na ka, what you need to do is to humbly come before the Lord and be restored in your fellowship with Him. Going back to Robert sa tong story sa sinugdanan sa ato ang minsay, di ba, ni-confess na siya sa mga police. Of course, gipriso siya. So he was there in prison. But he had peace in his heart. Inside the prison cell, he was able to focus on one book, the Bible. And he was so attracted. And he was so attracted to the book of Psalms. And in the book of Psalms, he learned about David's experience similar to Yahang experience. Robert read about God's forgiveness and there he trusted Jesus to save him. And muni ang yingingon towards the end sa Yahang akinabuhit dito sa prison. My time in prison was easy. Compared to the 15 years I lived with my crime in my mind, nothing could ever do, nothing they could ever do to me, even incarcerating me for the rest of my life, could measure up to the imprisonment of my own guilt during the 15 years of hiding my sin. Para nino, mas nalipay siya ng napasailo siya sa yahang sala. Para niya, ang misery nga iyang experience for 15 years. Waan na yung makalupig. Waan na yung makalabaw. Muna ito yung pinakagrabing iyang nasinatay siyang kinabuhi. Remember, guilt is a giant of terrible weight. But Robert finally brought down that giant with a shout of joy. For the first time in many years, he felt that his feet were once again light. And it was light enough that he could run directly towards the throne of the one who has forgiven him. And his name is Jesus. May we run the race together with Robert. Run in victory. So, hinawat nga nakatabang ni siya nga message, no? Kung hinawat nga na-bless mo, honey. Thank you very much. God bless you.